The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Jesus passed through towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then will you stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, We ate and drank in your company, and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west, and from the north and the south, and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Uh, it's great to see uh, a full church. Uh, I was sitting around waiting over this last month like for students to arrive and um, getting hyped about this moment, and now it's here, and uh, the school year's getting started. So, uh, but, you know, it's just like anything new that we uh, experience in life. It almost seems like there's a, always a trial that goes with it. It's something I have to remind myself of, um, especially in learning people's names, because that's not one of my gifts. So my apologies... Uh, if I remember your major, where you're from, things like that, but I can't spot your name, so you'll have, you have to forgive me on that. But one of these new experiences in my life that kind of came to mind um, was when I was about 10 to 12 years old, my cousin had called uh, and asked if, if my family wanted to go out to the lake. And uh, I had never water skied before. Uh, he's a big you know, water, uh, water sports enthusiast. And so you know, I was like, all right, um, I think I can do this. Uh, I was a little nervous because water and I don't get along. Um, even up until that point, at, at 12 years old, I'd almost drowned two times. And I uh, thought, well, I don't really need to tempt myself with a third. Uh, but I nonetheless jumped in, had my life jacket on, and my cousin, as an enthusiast, is just like yelling advice at me. Like, he's so excited about me to experience this that he's like telling me all the things I need to know. And he's like, well, you know, make sure your skis are like this, make sure your knees are a little bent, make sure you lean back, all of this. And I'm like, all right, I got it, you know, and, and I, was, I was anxious, but I gave him the thumbs up, he takes on off with the boat, and I was like, not getting up, it was like, like swallowing water behind the boat. <laughs> over and over again for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> and you know, it hit me, it's like, I could, you could tell me all the advice in the world that I need to know in order to get up and out of the water and enjoy this thing, but this doesn't seem like joy, it rather seems like pain. <laughs> I think that's a, an important lesson because 
you know, as, as freshmen, as, as you know, even returning student, a super senior, someone who's been out of school for a long time, we're going to get drug around. <laughs> we're going to get pulled. We're going to get tugged. And I think we can always kind of think about, you know, well, I, I can find this change in my life if I just get different advice, if I just get different people around me. And while there's some truth to that, the lesson that I learned is you can give me all the advice in the world, but unless I have a core, a strong core, nothing is going to change. And Jesus kind of tells us this in our readings today. Right? In the Gospel, he says if, that many will not have the strength to enter the narrow gate. I tell you, many will strive to enter, but will not be strong enough. The author of Hebrews in our second reading today kind of echoes that in a way. He exhorts us, strengthen your drooping hands and your weak knees. Make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be disjointed, but healed. It's a simple fact of life that we, we always have to get stronger. It doesn't matter how young or how old we are, we should always be trying to get stronger in our life. And just giving you a workout routine isn't enough. Right? It takes a commitment to change in order to strengthen ourselves. I think we hear it said in college, you know, it's, it's, it's a commitment not to information in the faith, but it's a commitment to a person. It's no longer about what you know, it's about who you know. Right? For all of us, maybe you raised in Catholic schools. Maybe you went to PSR, CCD, even as, as a homeschooled uh, individual, you may have been taught, do the right thing. If you do this, if you do that, you're a good Catholic. <laughs> but there's no longer room for that in our faith. In all reality, that was actually never what the faith was about. I'd be like giving you a, a workout routine, telling you what you should do, but you don't have a mission in mind. You don't even have a sport that you're playing. You, you barely even know how to use the gym. You could even have a, a, the strongest upper body of anyone else, but if you don't have a core, you don't actually know what it is that you're doing, it doesn't do you any good. And so I think, myself included, we have to have that challenge in our life. Are we actually desiring to be with the good or are we simply doing the good? And that understanding tells us that this is the most important classroom that we could ever have. Because it's not about knowing the facts of the faith, it's about knowing goodness himself, Jesus Christ. So we don't have to take a lecture. We don't have to take lecture notes. We don't have to take tests. We simply have to be with the good. So a few tips, a syllabus, may it be, as we begin this new school year. Jesus says in the Gospel today, For many times these people will say, I saw you in the streets. I dined with you. All right? We're going to be walking by on our way to class. And there's going to be a temptation to just walk on by as if we don't ever grace these steps. Jesus doesn't want us to just walk on by. He doesn't want us to just see him. He wants us to know him. And the way that we come to know ourselves, the way that we come to know Christ, is by spending time. You don't have to have perfect prayer in order to encounter Christ. Right? It's not simply about being enrolled as a Catholic. It's about showing up to class. It's about showing up to Mass. And so this is how we move from learning facts to learning about the person of Jesus Christ. So number one... It's just come, be with the Lord. The doors are open. Number two, we're going to get tugged along no matter what we do. 
And sometimes that tugging is by the evil one. Right, we're all going to fail at some point. We're all going to sin. It happens. But what do we do in response to that? My encouragement to you is to fail forward. If you think about the, the whole analogy with our muscle groups, right? When they get torn down, they get ripped up. That's okay. As long as we allow it time to heal. So if we give it time to heal, and if we come, as the author of Hebrews says, to be healed, no longer disjointed, if we, if we fail forward, as you may have heard it said before, and come for a little protein shake and confessional, we'll be healed. We'll find that it's not so bad. That our God is a merciful God, and He desires the best for us not to give into the shame of evil one, that somehow we're less of a person. Alright, so number, number two, I don't care if you are lifting five-pound dumbbells or if you're lifting 50. If you're barely hanging on by a thread to come to Mass, or if you're deeply and madly in love with the Lord, you're welcome here. Come be healed. And that brings me to number three. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't go to the weight room on my own at the start. I needed support. Holy friendships are the way that we grow together. It's not just the events that we put on. It's not just coming to hang out here. right? But it's a holy friendship with the person of Jesus Christ. Come avail yourself, as I said, in the sacrament of confession. Come to Mass. Come to Eucharistic Adoration. This is where we find that our Lord isn't just some distant guy, but He's someone who desires to be our friend, to draw close to us. And so my brothers and sisters, as the semester begins, we're going to get pulled along. We're going to get tugged along behind a boat. All right? We're going to get pulled around. At times you might be feeling like you're drowning in stress, maybe drowning in another liquid other than water, because it is college. But nonetheless, all of us need to get out of the water to begin living joyfully. And so as St. Pius X, our patron who we celebrate today said, he said, as trouble arises or increases, so does the bestowal of God's grace. God's the driver of the boat. He never tires of whipping around to pick us up after we've fallen, after we've let go of the rope. As the psalmist says today, his fidel the fidelity of the Lord endures forever. Christ is here for you. I am here for you. We're here as a community together to grow, not just to do the right things, but to be drawn closer to goodness Himself. And so, come be with God. When you're broken, fail forward. Come to the sacrament of confession. Be healed and strengthened. Stay close to the sacraments and holy friendships so that God can strengthen your core. This is how we'll get out of the water to live joyfully. Not just in this life, but for a love and a life, a joy that is eternal. Core out core. Heart speaks to heart. Let the Lord in, and let's have a heck of a year.